Hey, this is Sophia from CNET here with the latest tech news. Millions of grassroots organizers around the world use Silicon Valley services as they advocate for social change. People have used digital tools like Twitter and TikTok to speak out against police brutality since Floyd, a 46-year-old unarmed black man in Minnesota, was killed in police custody. Marches have been planned using Google Maps and rally invites sent from Facebook. Demonstrations are streamed on Facebook Live and Instagram posts have served as digital flyers. Giant tech companies like Google and Facebook, which owns Instagram, have made it easier than ever to communicate and assemble. But that convenience comes with privacy trade-offs, which could be especially sensitive for protesters. Location data from phones could potentially be given to law enforcement or political campaigns. Some activists also reckon with the company's shortcomings when it comes to diversity. Black and Latino employees only make up single-digit percentages of the workforces at Google and Facebook. And Facebook and Google has been accused of scaling back its diversity training efforts. Neither Google nor Facebook responded to requests for comment. Google has been criticized for its location data policies for years. Last month, the search giant was hit by a consumer fraud lawsuit filed by Arizona Attorney General Mark Bronovich, alleging the search giant deceived its users in order to collect location data from their phones. The complaint came two years after an investigation by the Associated Press, which scrutinized Google's location data practices on phones running Android, the company's mobile operating system. The news outlet reported that Google still tracks people's whereabouts, even if they turn off a setting called location history. Even with that setting paused, the company tracks where users go, though the app won't record the places they've been in their Google Map timelines. However, users could pause location tracking by turning off another setting, called web and apps activity, which could let protesters' phones give away their presence at rallies. Google regularly gives police location details that it's collected in Sensor Vault, the company's massive database. The repository is meant to collect information on the users of Google's products so the company can better target them with ads. But law enforcement can also request the data for so-called geofence warrants for investigations. With the warrants, police can carve out a specific area and time period, and Google gathers anonymized information from Sensor Vault about the devices that were present during that window. The data could also be used by political campaigns to get a better understanding of the preferences of the protesters. Geofencing is already popular in politics, as political organizations and voting groups try to target people with ads that will resonate with them. The protests have given political operatives a heat map of sorts on how they can reach particular types of voters. There are ways protesters can protect their privacy, including communicating on encrypted apps like Signal iPhone users can make sure they're signed out of Google Maps while they're protesting, though Android users still face more onerous privacy controls. People can choose to leave their phones at home or buy cheap burner phones to take with them. Aside from privacy questions, organizers might be dismayed by the company's shortcomings when it comes to racial equity efforts on and other social issues. Earlier this month, Google said it's committing $12 million over two years to causes related to racial equity. But at its shareholder meeting the same day, the company rejected a shareholder proposal that called for executives' pay packages to be tied to diversity and inclusion goals. The practice has been adopted by some other tech giants, including IBM and Intel. Facebook, too, has faced blowback, 
In the days after Floyd's death, President Donald Trump took to Twitter and seemed to reference comments that helped spark Miami race riots in 1960s, warning protesters in Minneapolis that looters might be shot. Twitter said the tweet violated its community standards against glorifying violence and obscured it with a label. Trump posted the same message, which suggested the military would take control of the situation, on Facebook. But CEO Mark Zuckerberg let the post stand. In the aftermath, some of Facebook's normally staid workers reportedly revolted. Dozens of employees, most of whom are working from home because of the coronavirus pandemic, staged a virtual walkout by logging out of the company's internal systems. Organizers, though, are left in a bind. Google's and Facebook's services have billions of users. And if they want to show up to fight for chains, and if they want to show up to fight for change, that's how they'll reach them. For more of the latest tech news, visit CNET.com.